0: Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with J-Rod, the king of the slams. Uh, we are incredibly <laughs> lucky to be joined by a um, someone who tu- turned in uh, both the most sincere performance of I Think You Should Leave, season one, and also uh, one of the most hilarious in a sketch that I really love. Uh, we're here with Anthony Marciona
1: hi hi everybody <laughs> from los I angeles been... here <laughs> yes
0: yes um so you're one of the few people who was in more than one sketch um how many sketches did you uh audition for
1: actually i auditioned for um three different ones and then one they got rid of and then um they called me back for one and then we had such a good time. Tim said, we got to have you in another skit. And so, um, he, he, we did the, uh, I guess I'll call it the Palm tree girls one. Cause I think that's what <laughs> a lot of people know it as. And yes. then, uh, we did the funeral skit with Fred Willard after, and then he's like, we'll have you back. And then the I was, I was telling Kevin, Jared that, uh, um, Right before the pandemic they were getting uh season two, I guess, ready or or doing some of the last skits. and uh they called me in again to audition again, but um and then everything shut down. I yeah. think how you know it was like the next week. So um, but hopefully I'll be still in the mix for um uh for the next season. Uh just don't touch my agents and stuff. But uh we had so much fun on it. It was awesome.
0: Um I have to say you- I'm
1: I'm oh sorry. No 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 right, go ahead go ahead. I'll, let me know if I just start rambling, but I, I, <laughs> Likewise. I, I have many fond memories doing it, but uh yeah, ask away.
0: <laughs> I just I I'm, it's hitting me right now uh with the like super pleasant thought that there's going to be a season 3. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yes, it it's it's going to happen. Um and I definitely want to get into those fond memories. So you you guys originally shot um laser spine specialist aka palm tree yes. <laughs> and uh I, yeah i could see based on that performance why they would want to have you back um <laughs> i think your entrance in that scene um so in general the show doesn't have people come from offset too often um, right right you just have point. this yeah. you have this great moment um uh, <laughs> where you come in to sort of like Tim thinks you're going to confirm his suspicions and instead you totally, um, take all his power away. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I know looking back, I go, wow, I came in like gagbusters," And I think it was, you know, you hear me first before I get in there. And, uh, he said, we just want you to come in like, uh, you know, fireworks. So, and, um, <laughs> we, it, I mean i have a lot of laughs because there was there was a script and i think it sort of became an outline and um we they the guys like to improvise and as me as well you know I, i i'm acting since i'm five so you know i did the growlings and you know all kinds of improv stuff too but uh it was so much more fun that way especially you know and we laughed and but, like, everything was like, oh, we like that. Let's just try a different one. And, you know, the fun part about the music, how Palm Tree Girl, that whole little song section really wasn't there. And then um, he would just throw out a name of something, and I just jumped in with a song. And um, and then we all kind of laughed after it because it was so sort of out there <laughs> bizarre. And then he's like, okay. And Then he'd yell another song. So that skit went on forever. Like, it could have been a whole show because he kept, he kept throwing out things oh this name and that name and i would make up a different song but i guess the palm tree ones really stuck
0: do you remember (laughs) any of the other ones i'm sorry now that i brought that up i wish i could (laughs) you know
1: you know i'm an old man and it was a little while ago so my memory you know when you memorize things now you're like when that's finished you gotta leave more room in here for the next job
0: but um anything.
1: it was funny because you know it was a small you know for me a, a small little skit and i'm in a starbucks i hope you like this story this is true going i love I'm it i'm in a starbucks and some guy goes palm tree guy and i'm like <laughs> to be honest the show had had just aired and i didn't even know it was on netflix um and I had no he was no idea what he was talking about because I had, you know, it was a while till it aired and I'd done some other job. And I'm like, N i am like i think you have the wrong person. He <laughs> goes, no, no, Palm Tree got Palm Tree groaning. And I'm like, wait, is that show even was that show even on? And he's like, Yeah, and, and they were he was singing the song, you know, that little ten second <laughs> ditty.
0: And I yes. was like,
1: That is wild. I mean, they got so much play on the show and I got to say with all the, you know, I'm a brat, I mean, I've been doing this a long time and I've done bigger roles and series, but I've never gotten recognized so much from that skit. Yeah. And I was like, this show, everyone is watching. So it was really funny. And then I finally yeah. figured out what he was talking about. I, got a free, <laughs> I did get a free um, vanilla latte. So that was, that all was
0: right. price. <laughs> That's small price. I, I think you're going to hear a Q zone a lot in your life as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Uh, so, especially oh go ahead jerry
2: yeah i got a, a burning question so in the trailer for season two they do this little song uh ensemble and they add uh-huh. some lyrics to palm tree girls i'm curious <sighs> were those originally like i think it's coconut pillow coconut wife um
1: that does sound familiar. i did kind of go on with it a little bit all right but um I'm going to have my agent call Tim because yeah, yeah. Yeah. there might you be are some royalties uh, for that. copyright yeah. royalties uh, going on yeah. here. <laughs> I agree. I agree.
0: And we should let our listeners know that uh, as much as Anthony is an actor, he's uh, a musician as well. Um, yes. So that was, that was, I was just kind of thinking <laughs> of the that you're sort of playing this person who is conned into making music and maybe can't even though he thinks he's a star where you actually are a musician it's just really funny (laughs) to think about that
1: hey and you know certainly you know i didn't make my my uh cred as a rock star but you know 50 years in the business it's still a dream so maybe you know so i think that's why i kind of related to the guy anyway i was like yeah okay he's gonna make me a star but you know i mean i've been told that many times since five years old but um but it was something I could definitely relate to, you know, growing up in the business and, you know, people promising you, you know, you're going to be a star. <laughs> and I'm like, so I just went with that.
0: <laughs> and and when you, when like, I think it's easy to just enjoy this character for what he does on the scene. But, like, as an actor, do you... Yeah there's some actors who like to flesh out the character and think more about like what this person's life. Like I just spend a lot of time trying to think about like who Johnny is as a person. Yeah. Um, I want to know more. Did you do that when you were, when you were uh, getting ready?
1: You know, it's sort of, I mean, actors have all different approaches things and especially in comedy, it's sort of like, you know, the more sort of backstory you have, the more you can just pull out of the air stuff. Without right. having to sit and think about it because that's you know then the timing gets lost if you're like "uh, uh-uh. but um you know I, generally, and I'm sure that's true for many you you do base a lot of your characters you do you know out of your own experiences so but I gotta be honest that you know we he if I remember collecting, we just sort of did a quick run just when we met, and he was doing a bunch of skits that day, so he was sort of running back and forth and. And we just did a little writing because, oh, this, just go with it. Don't, you know, just like be yourself. And, you know, when someone tells me that I'm like, okay, so my work is kind of done because I know who I am, and so, <laughs> but you know, Johnny, I mean, obviously he, he's that guy who's like anyone that tells him something. And, you know, in the back of my mind, having experience in the business, when someone tells me that I automatically go the other way. Oh yeah. You're proud. Okay. Yeah, talk to my agent. I'll see you later. But, you know, so I had to sort of dial in that, you know, wow, he's really, he's really going to make me star. You know, it's like, that old, you know, so, you know, that had to tap in. But, you know, that's part of me, too, because, you know, you're in this business and that's always a portion of, you know, I love what I do. and And, you know, the star stuff is, you know, the extra, you know, icing yeah. on the cake but um that's not why i do it but yeah you want all the trimmings and stuff but that's johnny was really like he believed this guy and then when tim comes is like no he's full of full of it i'm like what the hell are you talking about you know this is (laughs) don't tell me i'm not going to be a star don't be my
0: downer you know so that
1: (laughs) you know we kind of went on that route you know but uh and they were both so fun because you know we just kind of bounced off each other I wish I could remember more of the songs, but he, you know, they're like those immediate things where, you know, he'd say, oh, computer barn. I'd be like, one day I did the computer. And you know, I just, whatever (laughs) he said, I I just like went into, you know, a goofy song, but like what Johnny would think that was real music. You know, that was real music, guys. (laughs) So good. Um, There was Uh, a scene with Ruben Ribasa,
2: right? At the end that I think was a deleted scene. Uh, and yes. I read an article today with an interview with him, and he, he mentioned that he was in that sketch, and then they didn't air that part
1: at the end. There was a portion where I think this skit went on a little longer. I don't remember if it was a second, you know, like a second guy who had signed up for that, you know, the be a yeah. star, you know. Um, but I, I wasn't familiar with that, that they had actually, I, I, that they had filmed it. Even, or you know, but I'm not sure because when I was finished, then they went just to the next thing. So I was, yeah, and yeah. then I had a change. They're like, We're going to try it. We were going to do it another day. And then he's like, We want you to do that other skid. If I remember correctly, we did it. No, we did do it another day. So I, I had to go. But, um, wow. and working with Fred Willard was a trip. I, I had known him from, I had worked with him a couple of times. And that wow. guy just, it's hard to just have a straight face because he was so. You know naturally funny just he would just sit there and you would just laugh (laughs) you know and then you know he started playing that kaleidopy thing and we're you know just to keep a straight face was hard
0: (laughs) i think you have the your character from that sketch is correct me if i'm wrong jared i think it's the only character from the show where you're like wow that seems like a really nice person (laughs) 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 thank you for that Uh, yeah and uh it, yeah, I mean, I just yeah. As you, I was, I was definitely going to ask you about the process of like trying to watch Fred work. I think there is like three songs in the sketch. I'm assuming he probably did a lot more takes than we saw. Yeah,
1: I think that. I mean, part of it
0: is he did, and and that was all. Um,
1: like he went. I hope I'm not giving away any secrets. He wasn't actually playing, but I, I <laughs> oh, imagine no. most people. <laughs> <knew that. laughs> but, uh, <laughs> sorry, Fred. I gave away one Um, it, it was just you know the whole dish thing. You know when he started throwing it, and he was going wild with that. That was really you know really cracking everyone up. But um, you know when I went in, it, and that was a whole different take because, you know my at the time my dad was ill, and I was like, oh my god, oh, no. right. you know. So I was like going in modeling, and he wants you know. I mean, with comedy. If you play for the comedy, it never works. So, you know, the more serious we were, me and, and my sister, the woman um, who played my sister, you know, the funnier I think it, it was, the more. De- and then it contrasted with Fred's performance. So I think that's why that skit worked as well, too.
0: Yeah. And Jared, I, I'm, I think I'm treading in your territory a little here. You've talked about how in laser spine specialist how like connor who plays robbie starr connor o'malley just looks like he's breaking the whole I think time so.
2: yeah i mean he, yeah he has a grin on his face and he, he just like has this like smile but he just can't keep it together i can just imagine that the filming of that sketch involved a lot of breaking down and laughter on the set because it was just i mean it's just it, it's an absurd situation and just yeah like when you mix in all these crazy songs and then tim like yelling and uh, yeah i can just imagine it's it's it was an amazing experience that was that was the
1: fun part of the show because you know like no one took themselves too seriously and and then i mean having said that yes as performers we did and (laughs) you know we're doing our thing but you know it's when something's funny it's funny and it's hard to like keep character when you're especially if you're the straight man you know you know or being the serious one and and all this cacophony's going on yeah um so yes we, we did thankfully a lot of times you know it was on fred and we you know i mean they did pickups on us and re- responses and um but when it was on Fred it was really you know we felt go, oh gosh I've a breather I can break for a second <laughs> quietly though
0: <laughs> yeah and um yeah it's always it's always just interesting like you know when you're being shot and when there's coverage and yeah. um you can almost sort of like strategically smile and laugh a little bit um mm-hmm. so that you don't go crazy so you i think you mentioned earlier that there was a third sketch that got cut?
1: Uh, Well, that was one that I auditioned for that I think got cut, and and uh, I apologize that I probably should have dug up, you know, sometimes I say the old audition sides and things, but it was a while ago. Um, I can't really remember what that was, but I don't remember okay. seeing it on that episode, so I apologize for that. But I just remembered someone um if I can jump out for a minute, I should sure. have had this prepared. An artist, you know, it was cool that you guys contacted me because an artist contacted me and did a famous um there's a famous painting called Nightbirds or something. Nighthawks, yes, thank you. Yes. And um, you know, it had like Marilyn Monroe, Monroe and and then they're in the diner. And he did this painting and um he pulled a few characters from I think you should leave, which was just like oh, so random. And uh, <laughs> he sent me it. So can I can I disappear for well, ten seconds? It's just my uh, other room, or t-
0: I'll actually tell you, he's a friend of our show. you're <laughs> oh, um,
1: kidding, he's a sponsor. He's, in
0: fact, it's, yeah. it's, oh it's Reggie from Swayzeen. and uh, Reggie, I yes. actually I have that hanging on the in on the wall of my house. Actually,
1: oh my gosh. He, yeah i mean what a great artist and i felt honored you know i mean for me it was like oh it's just this little character that sort of got this following and you know and then to be in an art piece that was i was very honored <laughs> with that shout yeah. out to
2: reggie he sent me two clown pewter stickers this week uh-huh. um, me too which i'm actually <laughs> nervous about which computers to put them on like i think my work <laughs> computer is a no-brainer but i i need to think of something else um, <laughs> Yeah, Swayzeen is a, a a great contributor to the uh, the com- the show's community and, oh, and that's this podcast. So really cool. Oh
0: yeah, that's I think, so cool. I think he has some apparel coming uh, soon as well. Yeah, and I don't think he would get mad at me for saying this, uh, Anthony. But I think if you like ever saw something you would wear, he'd be glad to uh, see you model it online. I, I know he absolutely.
1: He, he genuinely loves the show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: Um I know. Maybe I wish you could kind of recreate uh Johnny's outfit from uh from the specialist.
1: I know. I kind of I was talking to the wardrobe person, and I'm like this I you know, I tried on a couple of things and I like fell in love with that jumpsuit. You know, they don't make velour <laughs> jumpsuits that much these days. Yeah. And it was like perfect yeah. for him and I kinda wanted to buy it from them. She's like, No, we got you know, this is like this was a find and I want to keep this in my, you know, costume bin or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I love the outfit and the chain and, the, you know, the whole thing <laughs> helped. That's sort you know, outfits, I feel like always inform the character too. So like, you know, I, not that I was going a completely different way, but when I put that on, it sort of added that, oh my gosh, you know, Johnny like, you know, yeah. it, it it adds to the character, definitely.
0: We've actually had the costume designer, Emily Ting, on the show. And um, we recognize it more and more. She does like amazing work. Because the outfit she put you in for that, it tells you so much about his backstory like right away, right right when you see him. You could tell he's somebody he's trying to be a star. He's trying to be 25 years old. And (laughs) um, it was great. Um, Jared, (laughs) I have had most of my questions answered. You've been very patient.
2: Yeah, I mean, so Anthony, have you seen season two yet? I know it came out yesterday. No, I haven't.
1: I, I, and, and, um, uh, you know, of course, during the pandemic, uh, I felt like I watched everything on Netflix at one point and I was like, so burnt out. And you're, you know, I'm trying to do projects and things. So I have it on, you know, on my Apple TV. It's like, hell, there's a, Thing that you add to your next list so it's on there i want to just watch the whole season at once so um but oh, i yeah. haven't yet i i apologize to yeah. him, but it's on you know
2: well we're not going to we'll, spoil
1: anything okay. <laughs> There's definitely some
2: memorable <laughs> moments um but I, I guess do you have anything coming down the pike um acting wise or anything you want um,
1: i did you know it was a, it was a slow season i just did a commercial um a couple of weeks ago with lebron james <laughs>
0: Wow, Um,
1: who was awesome it it was actually a three-day job and and then lebron again i feel bad like giving out lebron came in with his entourage for about 20 minutes so but but um it was uh it was for mountain dew they're like red bull type yeah and you know it's got caffeine and sugar and like yeah and the, the premise is what would lebron have done if he never drank this And he wouldn't have been, you know, the star of basketball that he is. And and one of the skits is that he might be teaching salsa class. And I'm like this old guy with a few other people. And we're, he's teaching a salsa class. And he came in and we, (laughs) another situation where, like, we just kind of, you know, we had some choreography and stuff. And then um, he did have a stand-in for, like, shots from the back to get us and stuff. But when he came in, again, we just laughed. And we ended up shooting over and over because all of us were laughing with him. He was laughing, and but it was supposed to be, you know, seriously. He was going to maybe be a salsa teacher at one of these, you know, malls where there's a little dance school in it, and like these other reasons. It might have been Johnny. You know, he gave yeah, up his dancing yes. career and his Definitely. music career and wanted to dance. Um, so I I, and then- I have
0: a big, big question. I was like a occasional basketball coach and. Footwork's really important to the game. Mm-hmm. How was his salsa dancing? Did he Quite dance good.
1: I, that man yeah. has rhythm.
0: You know, like sports,
1: it. you got to have rhythm too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he just flew right in and just like had the timing and everything. And so, oh, yeah, it. the man has rhythm. It, you know, there's a reason why he's gone so far in the game. I think that's why um,
2: athletes are so good on like Dancing with the Stars. Is like, I know, oh, yeah, that's right. They just they slay. Are, I mean, they have the discipline, but also, yeah, yeah footwork, choreography, hand eye coordination. Yeah, those are all yeah. skills you need. I yeah. mean,
1: believe it or not, I, I I when I started in the business, I um I was a little Broadway baby. I started at five, and I did my first Broadway show. I was six years old, and so in New York, you had to like sing, dance, act, comedy classes, everything. And so um, as I got, oh, you know, that's what introduced me in the business, the theater. And then I uh, worked out in LA and started getting more into film and TV. And then later in my career, you know, my late forties, Dancing with the Stars, well, my mid forties saying Dancing with the Stars had gotten popular and dance started getting very in vogue. And um, a couple of uh, dancers I had known or choreographers that I worked with years ago they're like, do you still dance Anthony? And I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I'm not like (laughs) dancers body. I'm sort of your average Joe body, but, um, you know, like the guy next door, but occasionally they would have things for like, Oh, there's a plumber and he breaks out to dance. Or I did like, um, uh, Grey's anatomy where I have a heart attack and then I start dancing and it's like a flash mob and things. So I, I started having not a second career, but a sort of side career dancing. So, um, if you go to my site, there's a lot of, I have a lot of little dance tidbits on too. It's uh, anthymarciona.com if anyone's interested. Nice. Um, but yeah, so so I had a kind of side dance career that I still kind of, until the pandemic when dancing, you know, when everything stopped. <laughs> yeah, know, but uh, they called me in for that. They're like, Anthony, you're know not a salsa, right? So that was like an easy gig. And, um, uh, you know, dance is such a fun, Part, you know, look at TikTok. Like everyone, that's just taking yeah. off because you know everyone gets happy when they dance. So that I'm True. glad. As a kid, I had that you know built in, and so as an as an older actor now, that's sort of one of my things also. Like beside musician and and acting, I also dance as well. But I do so do it- some. I was just going to say you were asking about other stuff. I did have a a serious film that came out that's now on Amazon called Darkness. Is that, is this okay that I pitch a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's called Darkness in Tenement 45. It's a long title, but um, uh, funny we had finished shooting just right before the pandemic. And it's about a, um, I, I own a uh, an old tenement and it takes place in the fifties. And ironically, this was before anyone knew about the pandemic, but it's about this, when we were in quarantine in the fifties and there was this thing, this possible disease that the Russians had sent. And And I have this old tenement building in New York and we're all in quarantine and it's sort of a, wow. uh, you know, a low end poverty building. And I have some uh, foster kids and it's a, a, and it was sort of weird that it came out during the pandemic, cause we didn't even know this was yeah. going to happen. Wow. And then it kind of has a little bit of that story of like, what do you do in the middle of pandemic? So it's got sort of a suspense thing, but definitely wow. something I think, it, it, you know, it's got a tongue in cheek thing, but it's, it's a suspense. It's not a comedy show. So it was a whole different character I played. And I get, you, know, nice. you know, where, what do you do in <laughs> quarantine? And you can't even go out, you didn't, this was in the 50s, we didn't have a TV, we didn't even know what was going on outside, but we were just afraid to see what was going on. So that yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah,
2: amazing. Yeah.
0: And I, and I have to ask, my um, wife is a big theater nerd and it's oh, not cool. bragging, but I wanna know about uh, what you did on Broadway, like what uh, plays, what-
1: Okay, yeah,
0: uh, well, fairly big show. My first, uh,
1: big, my first Broadway show was actually Zorba the Greek. Um, which I'm sure you've heard of,
0: yeah, this was yes. the
1: original before Anthony Quinn. It was Herschel Bernardi who did the original and um and if you google or they we happened to do the Tony Awards that year. This was like sixty eight I think, and um, we went on the Ed Sullivan show, and someone posted it online. You can find it on YouTube from like a VHS video, <laughs> so it's not the best quality but it was kind of cool to be able to see it now at my age. Oh my gosh, someone else <laughs> taped it. So Zorba the Greek, and then my next uh, big show was uh, Gypsy with Angela Lansbury. Wow. And um, that was awesome. That We did a tour for a year, and then we were on Broadway for about a year. And um, she was pretty amazing, Angela. I mean, it was a, a while ago, but then I, I worked with her through the years. I did a couple episodes of Murder, She Wrote, as I was older. And then, um, you know, that, that woman's still alive and acting. She's in her nineties. Wow. Sorry, Angela. I think everyone knows your age, but, <laughs> um, but just a few years ago, you know, when you like, she's an iconic, um, yeah. you know, musical theater yes. and film actress. And, you know, I had probably worked with her about four or five times in, in my life. And then, uh, a couple of years ago, she did a show, uh, Noel uh, Coward um, comedy, um, blind Spirit, I think it was, at, at the um, music center downtown. And I was like, oh gosh, I would love to see her and maybe, you know, uh, I, I don't know if she'd remember me because it was quite a while from Gypsy and, you know, long from uh, Murder, she wrote. But I, I said, let me go. It was a matinee, and we, we went in before the show. And I said, is it possible to meet with her? I just want to say hello. And and there was a lot of security, you know, because, yeah. you know, it was Angela Lansbury and people going backstage. And the uh, guy, I'll, I'll try to make this short, the guy um, said, you know, who are you? Of course. And I go, well, I've worked <laughs> with her over the years. And my name is Anthony Marciona and um, I was one of her newsboys. And when you tour with someone, you really get close, you know, you're like a family. So we had gotten really close to her, you know, as a child I was. And then again, when I did Murder, She Wrote, and um, he said, if you come back after the show, I'll let her know and you, we'll see. So we saw the show and she was amazing. We run back backstage and, you know, at the music center, there was a mob. And I was like, oh, forget it. There's like a thousand people, not a thousand, but it was a lot of people. And so we, I parked the car near, where the entrance was and I walked by and someone's yelling, Anthony Marciona, Anthony Marciona, the guard at the backstage door. And, wow. and um, it, I it was like, Joe, I was with my husband and I was like, Joe, they're calling me. And um, I run over and they're like, Angela would like to see you. And I was like, what? Like, Love <laughs> it. We went backstage and it was like, like, we, you know, it was like a week ago we worked together, and she's like Anthony, and so Byron gave me a hug, and how's your mom? Because you know, as a child, you had to have an, a, uh, a chaperone because I was underage. <laughs> yeah. And how's your mom? And, blah, and who's this? And uh, we had like we chatted for like twenty minutes, and and she's like, okay, I have to go and you know get undressed and take my nap, but but it was so cool. Like I, I tell you the story because like when someone iconic like that. She instilled in me like, you know, I'm always uh friendly with everyone I work with. I try not to have any airs with people and you know, when you guys reached out, I was so honored that like you you know, you wanna recognize, you know, even just a little part that I did on that. And um so I always appreciate that. And then I hope to have the longevity that she did <laughs> she does have yes, in this yeah. industry.
2: We're going to come backstage to one of your big shows. Um, I hope we so. are. And I,
1: you're going to get first class. Treatment. I'm have the name posted So you get right in. All right.
0: Awesome. Jo- Johnny, the musical.
2: So Anthony,
0: you're not going to believe this, but I'm telling you, my, my wife and I'm with, I'm hanging out with her parents, super theater nerds. Oh, I believe cool. they were talking about gypsy last night um is it it's oh my god they were talking about plays where steven sondheim did the lyrics but not the music i believe right. gypsy was one of those wow.
1: yes uh julie stein yeah. wrote the music for that she did yeah sondheim.
0: yeah yeah so we were honestly like i'm gonna go inside and be like Yeah, uh, be anthony star. who i was just yeah, talking to was it. yeah <laughs> was in gypsy uh on broadway and and they're gonna um i I Jared and I talk a lot about like our wives have to sort of deal with us doing this podcast, and <laughs> that's good you know and it's like
1: kudos to them i' I'm, yeah.
0: sure. I'm, I'm also gonna go inside and go to my wife, where's my airplay um, <laughs> and they're gonna have to deal with that too, so. Um. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, That's Jared, awesome. unless you have any questions, I think. No, thank you um, so much, Anthony. This is great. Uh, you're uh,
1: welcome. I really enjoy you guys. are awesome. I enjoyed this.
0: <laughs> you too. And and you're always welcome back. That's what we say. Even if, like, you watch season two and you're like, uh-huh. I need to talk to them about this sketch. Oh, okay. um, cool, just cool. drop yes. us a line. Um, uh-huh. We love your performances on the show. Yes, and thank I'm, you. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you in season three. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I'm already I'm already I'm already counting down the yeah. days until season three yeah. comes out. All right, I season
1: three. Talk to Tim and say we got yeah. a fan base growing here, so uh, we got to get, get back on that show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and if you want to slip them our information, please do. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we're to we're know available, about you guys.
1: Yeah,
2: we're, we're we available are. in a minute's notice. With, with multiple kids each, um, we can still make <laughs> yeah. it. We'll still make it. Drop Great. everything. That's awesome. Thank you,
0: Anthony. <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you. Ciao. Stay well. Stay healthy. Good night. night. All
0: right. Good night. Our first official sponsor for the That's a Chunky podcast is the amazing Etsy shop of uh, Swayzine. That's S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. If you're a fan of I Think You Should Leave, you've surely... Um, seen some of the work from the Swayzine shop, uh, including uh, jazz posters from Howie's household jazz names, Paul Buffano. I mean, how hard is that? Mookie Kramer and the Eight Balls, and Marcus the Worm Hicks. Uh, we also have some, I think you should leave motivational posters, teamwork, accountability, um, my favorite self awareness featuring the chunky. Uh, figure out what you do that's self-awareness my favorite which is hanging on the wall in my house uh is the edward hopper nighthawks parody uh featuring four of the most iconic characters uh in the i think you should leave universe um including ruben rebas's uh legendary character um all, this made me crack up in the copy, all five-star ratings on Etsy. Our customers are eating their gift receipts. Um, so you can actually get 10% off if you enter coupon code, that's a chunky. Um, we will post more information about the Swazine shop on our Instagram. Um, but I, I honestly would not read an ad unless i thought it would be something that our listeners would be interested in amazing i think you should leave prints um that if you put on your wall they're just going to make you laugh every time you see them every time i walk by um my Nighthawks poster i i just feel great and have a laugh and uh i'm definitely figuring out how many uh, motivational posters i could work into my house without my wife wondering what's wrong with me. Um, So check out the Swayzine shop on Etsy.